Hey guys, welcome to the Fitness Business Blueprint Podcast. It's me, Justin, and I have a very special guest today. I'm going to get straight into this and introduce Nicole Spencer to you. So Nicole is a former fitness studio owner turned authentic marketing mentor to fit pros. She successfully started, ran, and sold her bootcamp for a six-figure profit in just three years and ran an online weight loss coaching business. Uh, Nicole has dedicated the past five years to serving other fitness business owners as a coach. And her speciality is building businesses from zero to over 10K a month and doing that in less than six months in both brick and mortar and online businesses. And Nicole now teaches the precise strategies she's used to create her success in, in the brick and mortar and online businesses through her company, which is Authentic Conversion. And after seeing so many fitness professionals struggle to earn a living, uh, despite being in the business of changing lives, Nicole is now passionate about showing you guys that there is a better way to impact more people, earn more money, and work fewer hours, which is what we all want, right? And she's determined to show fitness professionals that the freedom they crave is much closer than they can get by helping them break through their first 10K month. So... Very big resume there, Nicole. Welcome on to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. So it's really interesting that, you know, our visions are very much aligned and that's kind of mm -hmm. why I'm on here. You know, I'm all about the same thing is helping fit the pros understand they can have a business that works for them and they can do it without being sleazy, without falling into a lot of garbage marketing tactics. Mm -hmm. And actually, you're, you're actually the... Um, you're actually the third person actually to feature on my podcast so far, right? Um, and there's an interesting story behind that. So, you know, I'm very, I haven't taken a lot of guests on this podcast. I do most of the episodes myself. And um, yeah, I've been very, very cautious who I bring on because as you know, there is a lot of, you know, shit in this industry, right? <laughs> and, and there's a lot of people who are you know trying to walk the walk but they haven't talked the talk and what, what really drew me to you was i mean apart from your content and, and how great everything is but you know what the thing is you've actually run a business you've actually grown it you've actually sold it which you know really gives you legitimacy in the top one percent because mm -hmm. even a lot of guys out there i've met you know they're they're teaching stuff um but they're still in the day-to-day. -day. They're still like running their own facilities and are burned out and overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. and, and in my opinion, like you haven't actually grown a business if, if it still relies on you. It's a job and you shouldn't be out there teaching business stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> so aside from, you know, my friend Simon Hall and also um, Roz Slaughter, we've had in the mm -hmm. show, you're the third person on pretty much because um, I want my, my listeners to get real legitimate advice from people who have actually done it and actually know what the fuck they're talking about. So um, yeah, I just wanted to start with that pretty much. Well, that makes it even more special. I'm very honored to be here. Awesome. Okay. So let's just crack into this. So what is the one thing that you want the Fit Pros listening to this to know? Oh my gosh, I can only pick one thing. Um, I, I want fitness professionals to know that it is possible to build a business to support a lifestyle that you want and doing it in a way that is really authentic and intuitive to you. Because 
I know, just as you know, what they're being hit with. I know what Facebook ads they're seeing. I know what other fitness marketers are telling them they need to do. And the truth is, is that when it's my belief and I've experienced this myself is that when you take action and do things that are misaligned to who you are at soul level, that you don't get the results that you want anyway. So it's a matter of learning really about how to operate and run a business over like, let's just implement this tactic and hope it works. You know what I mean? So I want fitness professionals to know that there is a way to do this thing that is going to give you the business and the life you want, but that doesn't feel like you said, kind of sleazy or, um, isn't just, you know, one of those big things that someone else is telling you that you absolutely have to do. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Like you said about, um, I think it's like the energy you put in is the energy you'll get out. Right. Which might sound a bit, might sound a bit metaphysical for some people, but I look at it on a practical level. It's like, if you do a you do a tactic or you do something that is not aligned and really not what you believe in, uh, and it doesn't work, you get frustrated. And if it does work, you wouldn't be happy anyway, because you had no fulfillment in actually doing that thing. Mm-hmm. So that's, so authenticity. So where do you think, you know, where is the typical fit pro kind of going wrong with authenticity in their messaging? What's the thing you see? Like what, what do you see fit pros doing that you kind of want to go, ah, like stop that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's kind of a two-sided thing. The first thing is that there is a lot of copying a lot of vanilla out there. Right. So it's kind of, and it's not necessarily like copying like plagiarism, but it's like, Oh, this message is working for this person. They seem really successful. So I'm going to say that thing or they are just kind of saying the same thing everyone else is saying. So if you're talking about helping people like lose fat, get confident and, um, get stronger, right. You're saying the same stuff as everybody else. So that's kind of part one. Part two is a a little bit more of that. And it's saying things consistently or putting out a message that doesn't really matter to people. It doesn't really connect with people. So if the majority of the content that you share is about fitness and nutrition and meal prepping and like all the stuff your clients really don't care about or want to do, right? Because they're focused on the result. (laughs) They just want the result, right? They don't care about anything else. If you're putting out only that type of content, it does a few things. It makes you unrelatable. And it's not the kind of content that's actually going to get someone to say, you know what, I need to wake up and listen to this person and take action. And that's a very, very different approach. So there's a lot of content out there just for the sake of content for filler and that kind of thing. Um, And I don't recommend that either. It's really more about crafting messaging and content that is extremely unique to you and that actually gets people to convert. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, what do you say to, so you mentioned about, you know, not just talking about the fitness stuff, the same mm-hmm. thing as everybody else. And we know that fit pros can, a lot of them can talk a lot more about overall wellness, mental mm-hmm. well-being, and so on. What would you say to a fit pro that, because I've heard people say, I would want to talk about that stuff, but I don't really feel qualified. Like I'm not a life coach or a therapist and they, they kind of fear that if they did start talking more on that stuff, they might get penalized or, or, or judged somehow. Have you, have, have you ever had that before? 
haven't because what I typically recommend that people use for their content, I mean, a lot of storyline content, right? Whether it's sharing your own story, sharing client stories, but really it's getting inside of the head of your ideal client and speaking to them from that moment and that perspective, right? So what past experiences have they faced and how has that made them feel today? What objections do they have? Why do they think they can't be successful? Um, what are their fears? What are their deepest desires? And when you start to really understand, so with my clients, we go through a really in-depth process of uncovering these things. When you really start to understand the psychology, the way to persuade ethically, of course, and the way to speak to someone as if they're, you're inside of their head, that is the most powerful marketing because the rest, like the education stuff is nice. I'm not saying don't do it, but don't expect your, you know, smoothie recipe to bring in a new client. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, totally, totally. <laughs> and so what, what did you say, uh, what, what was the difference you saw when you were running your studio and you started doing content this way? What did you see? What did you experience? What changed for you? Yeah, you know, and I will, I will caveat this with saying I, I had my studio at a time where um, it was a little bit before Facebook ads were up and coming, but I was in an area with not a lot of competition. And, um, and when Facebook ads came out, as you'll remember in the beginning, you could literally throw up anything and make money. Like it was, it was so mm -hmm. easy. Um, so there was a little bit of that, but what I will say is that when I had the boot camp, I was part of, um, a coaching program and we had access to marketing campaigns like done for you marketing campaigns and that kind of thing and they literally never worked for me ever <laughs> it never worked for me to copy and paste someone else's words and try to acquire clients that way and so you know i would do that because my coach told me to or because it was easier right and i didn't have the you know i'm a writer but i didn't necessarily want to write an entire marketing campaign all the time, especially when you're running a boot camp and doing a bunch of things. But it was, it was such a distinct difference when I would do that. And when I would get frustrated and then go back and, you know, recreate myself and, and use my own words and my own content. And it had such a big difference. It was such a big difference because it was different from every, what everyone else in my town was saying. And it was connecting with people in a much more powerful way, right? And they didn't see me as this, you know, fitness trainer who just wanted to like work out and eat vegetables all day, right? Like they saw me as this real person who has helped many people like them and who really gets and understands where they are, what their struggles are, and, you know, helped them, helped them see, helped them believe that I was the one to help them with their challenges. So they're like pre-sold on you before they even step through your doors or pick up the phone to talk to you. Yeah, exactly. And it, you know, whether it was me or just the, you know, implied culture of what we did, it, it really was just different from everything else. And do you think fit pros have a hard time in general being authentic and putting themselves out there? Do you feel they hide behind the kind of the, the, the name of their business sometimes rather than laying themselves on the line? Yeah. Yeah. And I think for a couple of reasons, right? Number one, like 
a lot of the clients that I've worked with were kind of told, well, you know, you need to remove yourself, like by other coaches and things, you need to remove yourself. You don't want to be the face of the business because, you know, you want to grow this business and then hire staff and then you can go off and live your dreams. Right? <laughs> and it doesn't exactly, you know, that doesn't exactly work. Um, and there are ways to remain the face of the business, even if you're not there all the time. It's a different topic of conversation. Um, but I think that, I think that there is a feeling, especially with, you know, all the Instagram models and all that stuff. I think there is a feeling within fitness professionals that they have to be, uh, perfect, right? So that they can't let their clients see them eat junk food, or they can't tell their clients that, you know, most of the time they dread working out and that kind of stuff or whatever is true for them. And truthfully, that stuff is actually inspiring, right? I mean, I've shared that before. Like most of the time I don't want to work out and I would much rather live on junk food and like be lazy <laughs> than, than take care of myself just because that's human nature, right? But it's, but the storyline and the lesson behind that becomes not just, you know, oh, I love junk food and, you know, don't want to work out. The storyline behind that, behind that, just for an example, can become, but this is all a choice, right? I am just like you. I am no different from you. I like the same foods you like, you know, I have the same tendencies, but this is why I make this choice, right? And when you can share story and you can share authenticity, vulnerable, vulnerability, and be transparent with people, and bring it all back to a lesson that they can take in and apply to their own lives. That is the stuff that is really, really powerful and gets people to feel very connected to you. Yeah. So it's like, uh, they get to see that in a way it inspires them, isn't it? That like, Oh, I can get results like she is. I can look like she does, but I can also do those things she's doing and have the pizza and vodka on the weekend too. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, cool. So I know you had uh, you had a lot of your uh, Fit Pro clients fly in to see you last week mm -hmm. uh, over in the states. And um, how long did you, how long did you spend with those guys? What was it like a couple of days or? Yeah, so we did three days. We did two days of I'm using air quotes work because it definitely didn't feel like work. It was great, um, and oh. then we had a fun day. <laughs> That's interesting. I. I same thing three days over here in Cyprus with, with my guys too. Um, I was thinking next year we should just like, we should trade places, not tell them. Yeah. <laughs> that would be so funny. Um, but, but so you had your, you had your, your, um, a lot of fit pros there over three days. So would you mind, uh, could I be cheeky enough to ask, could you share what were the kind of like one or two biggest takeaways that you, you taught those guys last week? Yeah. yeah. So I've taught a lot of business workshops over the years and, you know, you start with the numbers, then you move into like sales role playing and then you build a marketing calendar and all of that stuff. And my mastermind clients, so I have a couple of different coaching programs. My mastermind clients are in the highest coaching program that I have. And I really looked at where all of them were in their businesses and in their lives at this moment. A lot of them are going through some major changes and transitions and making really big decisions for themselves. And I looked at them and they all have the strategy. Like they all know what their marching orders are, what they're supposed to do. And so what I decided to do was do things pretty differently. So it's probably really different from <laughs> what you did, but we actually treated the, the meeting more as a retreat. 
So I uh, rented a big Airbnb house out in the mountains here in North Carolina where I live. And they all came here. And the first day we literally like we, we dove deep into each person and the challenges that they were facing. So it was like everyone got about an hour or so of laser coaching and kind of personal support. Um, we talked about different, it was a lot of mindset stuff. So a lot of stuff that was holding us back. And if they requested help in the laser coaching with their tactics and strategy, we, we went there. Um, but most of them, I asked everybody what they felt they needed at the very beginning of the session. And almost all of them said, peace, connection, conversation, like it was nothing to really do with business because they already have that, right? Like they know what they're going to do. So the first day was a lot of laser coaching, personal connection and support. The second day, um, we actually had an energy healer join us and uh, do a whole session with us to help uh, with the release of things like guilt, fear, anxiety, which pretty much every entrepreneur experiences. And then in the afternoon, I had um, one of my best friends, Dr. Jade Tita. I don't know if you follow him at all, but he came out and uh, spoke to my group for a couple of hours and they loved it. It was amazing. Um, and he really talked a lot about, um, oh my gosh, it was great. It was, it was a huge session, but he really talked about how to overcome fears in a step-by-step -step process so that you can really elevate yourself um, and how to make the things that we're afraid of or the things that hold us back seem very small. And so it was a really powerful session. They all got homework to, to go home and work on with that. And then the third day, we just had fun. I surprised them. I hired a photographer to come out while well, we, we met her out at a waterfall area and she did a photo shoot for everyone. So they all have these really beautiful professional images now for their social media and their websites and that kind of thing. Um, then we did a little bit like of exploring of my town because it's very cool here. And I took them on a, a tour of the city that night. Uh, we had a guided tour and dinner and it was, it was great. So probably a little different from, <laughs> but it's definitely different than any other business meeting I've ever run, but it was perfect. It was exactly what they needed. Good. Yeah. So we see, we see a lot of that, you know, and it's, uh, a lot of the guys just need um, permission, right? Or they think they yeah. feel they need permission. And we, we have had a few guys at ours where um, we've, you know, given people permission not to have to like scale giant businesses. You know, one guy was happy and he was like, I want to hang out with my son and, and do this, you know? Yeah. And, and we're like, well, you don't need a seven figure business, dude. If you're getting what you want now, you've succeeded, right? Like give yourself like some permission to be at peace with that. Like you've got what you want for the time being, you know, there's, there's no race here. There's no build it for you, you know, and we get sucked into, like I said, the, the, the Facebook ads out there that if you're not growing a six figure business in like two days that you're a loser yeah. and you should walk off a bridge and these kind of things, um, which is giving a, a huge case of what I call business dysmorphia. Yeah. All the, all the, you know, fill your, fill your gym in 30 days messaging, I think is so detrimental to the mindset of these gym owners. Yeah, yeah, so much of that. So it's good to see that more people are looking at the, you know, the inner work and the inner perspective and, um, yeah, really helping people get comfortable with who they are and expressing who they are. Because mm -hmm. ultimately, as, uh, you know, um, you know my, uh, one of my longest mentors is uh, Sam Bakhtiar, um, okay. who you probably know. And, you know, one of the things he taught me back in the day is that your, your business is an extension of your DNA. Uh-huh. 
So if you don't know who you are and kind of feel comfortable expressing who you are, then what's your business going to do? You know? So yeah, it's knowing that, knowing what you want, knowing why you're in it. And then your business is able to actually grow around that and facilitate that rather than be separate from it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Which is, which is pretty interesting. So, okay. So let's kind of, let's, let's scale it back down to the, to the content and, and uh, you know, getting authentic, getting your voice out there. What are a couple of starting you know, tips or pointers or directions you would give somebody who's in this place right now, they realize oh, I've been doing all the copy paste stuff. It's not working. Mm-hmm. I want to share my own message, but I still feel stuck. Yeah. What would you say to those people right now? Yeah, well, I do have a content creation guide for fitness professionals. If you want to share that with people, I can, I'm happy to do that. Um, it's totally free. And, you know, it's a couple things, right? The first thing I think, just to play on what you were saying is like getting very clear on who you are and what your story is, right? And, and believing that your story matters to people because it absolutely does. And then practicing telling different parts of it, right? So that's kind of at a high level step one. I think the second thing is being very clear on what you stand for and what you stand against. So one of the things I coach my clients to do, and it seems very simple conceptually, but it's very, very hard for people to first wrap their minds around and then to do well. And that's to be polarizing, right? So standing really strong for the things that you believe in and standing really firmly against that, the things that, you know, you hate about the industry or that are the opposite of your values, right? So understanding what your values are and then really being able to, to speak on, on both sides of that fence. Um, having client stories that you can share in a really powerful way is always a, a great piece of content for you to put out. And then, you know, think about your life, right? So I'll tell you guys some of the some of the posts that I've made that have gotten the most traction, just in terms of um, private message outreach and, and things like that. Building trust have been me sharing the things that are the most uncomfortable, right? So the times when I've felt most judged or most out of control or most or or least confident, right, in in what I was doing and in my life, you know, sharing how I had to change my personal identity after back injury, you know, going from being perceived as one thing that, you know, strong and strong girl or whatever to having to develop a new identity on the back end of that. And those are the things that people really connect with and they care about. And I just want you to remember that your average client, this is, I mean, there's obviously exceptions if you're training athletes or bodybuilders or something like that, perhaps they care more about these things, but the sciencey stuff that you're so into as a trainer, because I totally was too, whether it's fitness, nutrition, whatever, is not the stuff that is going to be really interesting to your audience. So those are just a couple of things that you can think about. Great. Okay. That's really helpful. And yeah, polarizing is one, you know, because we teach a content strategy and one of the five posts we teach is, is uh, controversy, which is about polarization. Mm-hmm. But I, I see, and I know you'll agree, like a lot, I've seen a lot of ways people teach it though. They teach polarization as a tactic 
mm-hmm. as in like they'll tell you like to go and push buttons. Mm-hmm. But like we tell people, but if you just actually tell that uncomfortable truth, yep. people will polarize themselves. Like they, they'll get triggered or uncomfortable. Um, but you're not trying, like you're not out there because you're not like trying to upset someone or trying to offend someone. It's just, you tell your truth and people will offend themselves, I guess. But, (laughs) and I can give a good example of that. So this is one that, um, you know, has been really an important thing for a couple of my clients, right? So I, I work with a lot of um, online health coaches as well. And so the, the concept of like health coach is just so diluted right now because a lot of the, you know, multi-level marketing companies, if you just sign up to sell their shakes, you are a health coach, right? And mm. the general public doesn't understand the difference between a distributor who sells protein shakes and someone who has a decade of experience, all kinds of certifications and education, proven client results, like the general public does not understand the difference. And several of my clients have really taken it upon themselves to stand against that whole world of like, I'll sell you a protein shake and I know nothing about what's in it or how it works or anything about nutrition, fitness or weight loss, but you know, trust me on the health coach, right? So they've really taken a stance against that. So I think that's a good example that probably everyone on, you know, listening to this can relate to because that probably irritates them as well. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I was, having, I was actually in this conversation with a few guys um, this weekend, actually. I was actually one of my coaches um, one of my uh, the coaches on my team, he was out here and he's a smart guy. Um, in, in, like he's a business consultant. And so he's a smart guy. And I was finding the same thing with him. I was like, in private conversations, it's like he, he says things to me like, I really, you know, I, I don't stand for this in the industry and this needs to be changed. And, and I was like, this is, this is amazing, dude. But like, why don't I hear you talk about that online? And like, what's, you know, why you tell me over a coffee, but why don't you say this out there? Why aren't, you know, why is there misalignment? And, um, you know, we chatted for a while and got quite philosophical about it. And um, what, what I deduced from, from this conversation and many others is that a lot of guys, they feel these beliefs towards something, but often they just don't want to put full conviction into that belief um, in case they're, in case they're either called out on it or, or, in some cases, like, like in this, this guy's case, he said, uh, what if I'm wrong, though? What if I change my mind in the future? Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, that's a good point. But, you know, I kind of said, and I don't know if you agree, but I said, you've got to, you could be right or wrong. And it's not about saying your, absolute, your belief is absolutely true because it's, it's just your perspective. Right. But I tell guys like, okay, if you think counting calories is stupid, and you have results to back it up, go out there and put full conviction behind it and say, we don't believe in counting calories. But if on the other hand, you're another fit pro, fit pro who does believe in counting calories and you have results to back that up, you should get out there and say that too. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you've got to put full weight into your convictions now. Also understanding that you might be wrong or you might change your perspective in the future. But if you don't go all in now and you don't believe in it fully, then no one else is going to believe you either right and i say this to to my guys at my retreat I, after my talk i was like uh I was like, okay, that's how i think the industry is going to go in the next five years but i could be wrong about everything but mm-hmm. i don't think i am i really think this is how it is and this is where we're going and this is what we're doing 
Um, but it's also, I can put that weight behind the conviction, but also not be totally attached to that outcome. And that allows me, I think, to express that more clearly to people. Um, so I'm not also boxing myself into being like bulletproof behind it. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, so it's, it's quite interesting against the dynamics of, of, you know, why people believe these things, but won't say that stuff out there. And, um, so many reasons we, we hide behind not to be authentic in our content and expression, right? Yeah, so, it's all fear, right? It's fear of judgment and rejection. Right, exactly. So um, you mentioned that uh, starter pack, was it? The, the content guide? The content guide, yeah. So <laughs> where, do, where can someone get hold of that? Yeah, well, I can send you a direct link for it, or you can go to my website. It's convertauthentically.com, and there is a free resources section at the top of the page, and you can grab it there. Great. Okay, we'll, uh, we'll make sure that's up or above or below this post, wherever you're watching or listening to this. Uh, check out Belovenable. There'll be, there'll be some links for Nicole's stuff there as well. Uh, Nicole, anything else you'd like to leave with or anything else you'd like to share on or, or express? before we wrap this up and I let you go? Um, spend time, right? Spend time getting to know your ideal client really at heart and soul level, uh, way deeper than you think you need to know someone. Because like I said earlier, if you can speak to someone as if you are in their own head and use that same language, those same words, those same phrases in your marketing copy, that is going to be one of the, the best and most important things that you are going to do in 2019 and beyond to um, not only attract your ideal clients, but really get them ready to, to buy and to say yes to you. Amazing advice right there. So uh, thanks again, Nicole. It's been great having you on here. Thank you. And maybe one day in the future, we'll get you back on again. Yes. Thank you for having me. All right. Thanks so much. And guys, don't forget to check out the links that you can see there. It'll be above or below the screen. Check out Nicole's stuff. Set out, uh, check out that guide as well. Uh, you're going to see so much breakthrough in your content and your connection with your audience. And it's really going to help you make the most of organic marketing and help people see who you really are. And you can help them make better transformations. So thanks again, Nicole. And we'll see you guys next time. Thank you.